You're listening to Draw Knives, a Top Chef recap podcast with your host, Bernard and Nadia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Draw Knives podcast. I'm Bernard. I'm Nadia. And we are here to recap the most recent episodes, uh, episode six mm-hmm. of uh, Top Chef uh, All Stars, as well as the Last Chance Kitchen. So it starts off with Gabri feeling awful about Begonia getting eliminated. They were very, very close. Um, Omar has been uh, kind of pumping people up. He kind of sees himself as the older, one of the older competitors, kind of as a father figure. Yeah. It's kind of I'm the old guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're 40. Yeah, he's 40. But like, you know, when- In the world of restaurants. Yeah, like Charbel's like 25, I think, in this. Yeah, I don't know. He's young, yeah. Um, okay, so next morning, Padme interrupts Charbel and Sylvia talking uh, in their uh, hotel. Uh, they are to gather all the chefs and head downstairs. No knives needed. So the quick fire they discover is the last two LCK chefs will make afternoon tea. They have an hour to make six tea towers for two, each fe- featuring a finger sandwich, scone, and pastry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dale versus Begonia, and the contestants get to judge uh, alongside Tom and Padma. Um, That's it, a really hard um, it, ask. Yeah, it's a real. It's really, and they're they're also trying to guess who made these because they they're not they're blindly tasting these, and right. uh, the the cook is kind of rough for for Begonia. Mm-hmm. Right away, I was like, I'm not feeling good about Begonia today. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's never been pastries, not her strong suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's very just, uncomfortable just, to watch. Yeah, it's really <laughs> uncomfortable because she's someone that it's very clear is so um, such a perfectionist and just so out of her element. Um, and then she has to do so many. There, there's so many elements to this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. I, I watched it with my hands over my eyes i was so uncomfortable. <laughs> um they get to the point where they're pulling they're like okay we've got two minutes to plate and it's so complicated oh, because they have yeah all the, you yeah. know at some point she uh-huh. at one point she falls right a and plate she, breaks yeah she, like a plate breaks it's just like right away yeah. like, oh this is not good then you think maybe the edit from like the preview was set up like that so that you'd see like some some something something kind of interesting but it ends up like she wins mm-hmm. well so she isn't even able to play one of her uh three dishes yeah uh, which is very the, very the scone is the scone is missing entirely yeah the yeah the beetroot tomato scone uh mm-hmm. it's a disaster anyway so they do the they bring it out to everybody it's uh dale does a smoked salmon and egg salad sandwich a bacon and chive scone with rear cheese ginger cake with mango compote he only misses putting the ginger the mango compote on one right on yeah on one plate um i think on nicole's table she's like uh uh-huh this yeah um and then for Otherwise, Begonia, he did really well. I he mean, did very well. He did very well. Considering, anything, yeah, they thought the I think the scone they said was a little too fluffy, almost like a biscuit. Yeah, um, I mean, he gets lots of points because he finishes the. He yes, essentially finishes. He doesn't. 
Very difficult. That was actually, yes, yeah, really amazing. It's amazing. Three, I think it's really interesting is that like, yeah. you know, so many of the plating challenges are just like, they have to put the plates out and they, they have this, you know, mm-hmm. but this one, they had to like, not just plate them. They had to put them in these like really difficult towers. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just seemed really like, uh, I wish they would have just let them plate normally and then they they put them in the towers after like it just felt like oh that's it yeah 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 because that's a whole other thing so stressful already time on top of making a pastry and a scone well and the frustrating thing is that she just ran out of time plating she had finished yes she had it she had it done yeah you know she's standing there she's like eating it she's like i finished it i just had to put it on the plate yeah um so begonia did a crab and seaweed sandwich a chocolate eclair with whipped cream it looks like strawberries as well uh, and then she misses uh putting on her beetroot tomato scone mm-hmm. it's not a contest uh, no. as we as we could tell by the taste because her her sandwich they couldn't even determine what the protein was. It was yeah. uh, Padma thought it was, it was tuna. Yeah, it was tuna. It's like okay, <laughs> crab and tuna. Those do not taste alike. So this is already not a good situation. I also thought her eclairs looked very, they looked messy. They looked messy. And it's not yeah. well. And like, you know, yeah. everyone, yeah. the Amar, who is not a baker, is like, oh, this, this, this. Yeah, it had collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I really felt for her. Oh, I did I just, too. It, it, you know, the thing is, if you hard. do your best dish and you get eliminated, mm-hmm. you kind of have this feeling of like, well, I did everything I could. To get eliminated on this has mm-hmm. to feel particularly awful. Yeah. Like, I didn't even show, like, I, I was never going to do well in this. In the same way that I fell away with uh, May a couple weeks ago, mm. she got eliminated. And I was like, well, she's never going to win this. Ch- this challenge is mm-hmm. designed for her to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the battle is too high. It, it's just the concept of it is just too. Right. Um, right. I appreciate the idea of it. Um, Me but, too. I w- I would have loved to have been there to eat it. <laughs> but see, what's funny is because there's so many elements, you know, that feels like a quick fire team challenge. Like, okay, yeah, see, that feels like that's a, a, yes, like one person would do this the scone, scone one person, one person the pastry, yeah, and, and yeah, one person would do one the person sandwich, all three, dishes. all of it, it together in insane. one hour. Yeah, yeah it just feels, madness. That's the thing too. Yeah. Is if they had like okay, you're by yourself, you're given. 90 minutes yeah one hour like seemed an, crazy an hour crazy. i was like i don't think i could prep everything in an hour let alone cook it. i don't even think i could do like one pastry in an hour and plate it nicely that would be pushing it yeah so no, anyway, that's a lot yeah begonia yeah. is gone dale wins he's back in and he wins immunity so um very sad about this Anyway, um, okay, elimination challenge. Uh, they're going to the team. The, the, the chefs are going to go to High Clare Castle, which is the castle from Downton Abbey. Um, they're going to be asked to make five dishes for a, a picnic. Right. Uh, but one of the dishes has to be sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. The chefs draw knives for teams. The yellow team is Gabri, Tom, Sylvia, Amar, and Ali. Blue is Sarah, Charbel, Nicole, Victoire, Buddha. Dale gets to choose which side he's on. He's already sitting with the blue team, essentially. So he's like, I'll stay with this blue team. 
Uh, Nadia, what is a picnic dish that you would have just automatically thought like, oh, I would, I would, I like this on picnics. Mm. Or anything at all? You're like, what good feels question. Picnic-y? It's been a minute since I've I've had a, a sure, bit of picnic. Sure. Um, I uh, I'm 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 big on like smoked fish business. Sure. In general. Um, yeah, I don't know what 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 specific dish that would be yet, but some sort of like smoked dish of uh, smoked fish. Um, yeah, something I like that like... on like a good cracker. I don't know. That's just like my kind of. Yeah, I only love or that. even in a salad version, maybe. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I like that a lot. I like um, this is a tricky challenge because you had to cook it essentially the day before and then mm-hmm. transport it to the picnic. I'm always someone who likes not pasta salad, but like a pasta that's been cooked uh-huh. and like in its sauce. And then you eat it sort of at room temp. Yeah. Like yeah. It. Yeah. So like it's it's hard to find a good pasta salad. Don't you think? I, like I know. Most well, pasta, pasta salad is like designed. Blech. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's also like never good pasta. It's yeah. always like, oh, we use the like the cheapest pasta we could find. It's like whole wheat like my, my wife if she were not gluten-free she'd get us whole wheat and i would just want to die i just want like the good <laughs> pasta it's that's like, how i feel about brown rice i love brown rice in when you know in the right context but when you replace brown rice when it should be white rice at the table i get oh, very upset it's funny when someone like <laughs> when, when you're at like chipotle or wherever they go white or brown i was like why are we even offering this as a choice i know people will, will make the brown rice choice but like yeah white rice yeah. is objectively better on in most everything dishes and every yeah i, I mean I've, it I've, just I've, absorbs sauce better yeah yeah, yeah. you no, know it definitely absorbs yeah. sauce better yeah. and um it's just a bare vehicle for more types of food. Mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. right. I mean, there's a there's a there's a bias from us, particularly because we grew up on white rice. Like for when sure. I had remember it the first time, I was like, "What? What is this? This is like, so and why? Weird yeah. It's like it yes. doesn't texturally feel like it's like a cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Brown rice just makes you sound like it's 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 gonna it's gonna be the same exact thing you had, but it's brown. Right. It's not. It's like a But then it has its own the thing is like it has its own flavor too. Yes. Which I actually do like. But again, like I don't want it with like like, Kung Pao chicken. Like it just doesn't go. Yeah. The difference between white and brown rice when you eat when you've eaten rice every day of your life Mm -hmm. is such a cab like a uh, it's so cavernous like how how wide that that space is and i know people yes. who, who don't eat rice every day and or wasn't brought up on eating rice every like rice mm-hmm. is always on the table for us always you know so always. like uh it's like not up. a complete meal unless rice is on the table yeah, in fact you'd be like where's the rice yeah it was like yeah. oh i forgot to put it out here uh yeah so like when you when i was, I was in college i had right brown rice for the first time i was like what how can you people eat this? <laughs> this is inedible. How can you? And now I've learned to like it for different reasons, but it's just not the same thing. It's not. Like it's not. Like, did, did you, yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, yeah. But no. I like. But pasta. very important tangent. I like pasta. Yeah. Like the idea of like a, like even like a, a te- like a, a tomato sauce pasta that's been the tomato sauce made with like anchovies and like like a puttanesca maybe something with like mm-hmm. with cheese like like bringing that like packing it the night before making it to, and then like having it 
on the beach or on the wherever you are on a picnic. That to me feels I really like like a lunch, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, yeah. like pasta yeah, yeah. always makes me feel happy. It's you know, I never really was like the big pizza kid in that college. Like I know a lot of people like they just just get a pizza and then have it the next day for breakfast or for lunch. I and that was never me. I always loved making pasta the night before and then like having that all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so they have to go to two places to shop. They're given 200 pounds to shop at Fortnum and Mason and 250 to shop at Whole Foods. And Fortnum Mason is like renowned for being like the highest level, like all the nice, you know, the, it's like a Dina DeLuca, but even more ridiculous. Even more. I believe they said that uh, the of, like, queen food stuff does the grocery price. shopping. Yeah. Um, things we learn during the shop. Tom, Tom, Tom gets dunked on a lot in the viewership's eyes. I think this, this episode, and I like Tom a lot, but man, he does not play well with others in this challenge at all. No, no. He uses at uh, Fordham and Mason two of the 200 pound budget. He spent 160 of it. And I just and insisted that it like, was very insistent that he needed to spend all that money. Yes. Yes. There was no like conversation. It just there was a point where she's like, well, he's like, what's this? It's like she's like, it's chick, it's my chicken. I need it. She's like, well, we'll just get the chicken at the other place, which <laughs> is which. Sure, at Whole Foods is gonna be cheaper, right? Yeah. But like the way he, and maybe it's because he's European. Like there's just something about the way he sort of flicks any suggestions mm-hmm. away yeah. feels very yeah condescending. It, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just like, of course, I will be getting two different caviar it's like all right whatever um and then so you think like what he's gonna do is he's gonna be he's gonna be particularly open to um taking less money Mm -hmm. and being cooler about but he actually goes the opposite he actually demands on like spending even more uh because he has he's doing a seafood dish it's just ridiculous when they get to uh food uh, uh whole foods um Okay, so let me go through the dishes. Uh, so on the on the yellow team, the Ali did a mamura with pickled walnuts and pomegranate vinaigrette, which uh, they loved. Yeah, that looked great. It looked great. Uh, also, really good. Just like really great picnic idea. Like yeah, just a good smart. spread. Yeah, spreads are good. Spreads are good. Tom did a chipino salad with pickled apple, zucchini, and chilies, avocado, and caviar chips, and tomato vinaigrette. I mean, he had a hard time making this dish. Yeah. It sounds absurd. It just sounds yeah. like such a terrible conce- conceived dish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how your chipino is a like a seafood a dish, stew. like how San Francisco, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. This doesn't even feel evocative of that dish. No, no. It felt very like kind of, I don't know, like WD-50 out of spacey sort of like this is my interpretation of this and we're going to bring, put it, you know, pack it in Tupperwares and it's just well, weird. And like texturally, it's just like pickled apples, zucchini, chilies, avocado, there's caviar chips. He's not even using some, some of it's not even caviar. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, it's a lot, a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Gabri did a uh, smoked 
fish tostado with cucumber, red onion, watermelon pesto, and a spicy pesto. See, that's the, like, that's up my alley. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> this this suffered from the fact that it was kind of watery. Yeah. But I, but I think that they were fine with it. Uh, Sylvia did a uh, suborek with chicken and induya mousse, pistachios, lemon posset, and cucumber salsa. Like in flavor wise, I kind of dug this dish, but apparently mm-hmm. it just was it just did not work at all. I think it was that lemon, the like the, the lemon posset. curd, yeah, yeah, the lemon posset yeah. that she added that just made it all together confusing because it was then it just became like neither savory. Or sweet, like what are we eating? It's sort of it is stuck in this middle ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Amar finished it up with a rum raisin flan with pineapple and sage marmalade. Not, I'm personally not a big pineapple fan, but when he was making the flan, I was like, if he makes this well, mm-hmm. this is kind of a great. It's a yeah, yeah. Because yeah, and, and he just, did. They, I love flan. It's I love flan too, but it's perfect for a picnic. Mm-hmm. You know, like of all the desserts you're supposed to, that that is a that was like that's a layup choice. Yeah. Temp. Yeah. Yeah. You can, I can do it. like little individual portions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like, oh, if he nails this, this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. And he did. Right. And he did. He did really well. They really liked it. Yeah. Of that of that uh, team, Amar and uh, Ali. Man, they are up and down constantly. But yeah, uh, yeah. those two did very well. I guess Ali, no. Ali's been doing well. Uh, uh, he had that one challenge. He had one, yeah, Ali. yeah, when he was on the bottom. Uh, okay, so next we have the blue. Uh, Dale, see, Dale, who had immunity, no one wants immunity in a team challenge, the guy who has immunity in a team challenge. And Dale uh, was so cool about being like, I'm not going to use a lot of stuff. You guys could, you know, he didn't even want to use caviar. Like mm-hmm. Buddha had to talk mm-hmm. him into caviar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we should also, before we get into like the specifics of this, this team's dynamic is really interesting because it was really clear there's like tension during the menu planning stage of uh, between like Sarah, who's very who's very big on like this isn't like how I can see like hey, she and Tom had issues, not like bad issues, but like they just conceive of food differently and create right. dishes differently. Right. And Buddha is just really direct. And yeah. so like, you know, he asks really tough questions and I think it can grate on someone like Sarah. Um, but sure. sure. I think what he's just doing, he's just like, he's asking a he, tough question. Like, yeah. Is that going to work? Is that right? You know? He I wants to win and he wants to, yeah. Not, All he cares about not, is not, if, you, yeah. if you really want to do something, he'll let you do it. It's yeah. not like he's going to say, no, you can't do that. No. He's going to say, okay, just know that these are the, you know, yeah, and what I have to appreciate from someone like Buddha is beyond him way having won a season, he really has done. He's a fan of the show, right? He's clearly he, he watched has done every, his homework. Yeah. he's definitely watched every episode, maybe more than once. He's he's he taken is the one chef notes. I know in this group who has watched all the episodes. Yeah, he is he is not. He got A's in school, you know, like he is yeah. the kid who. Yeah, and, and given that, you have to take that criticism, even if it isn't like the kindest said criticism no but you know it comes from from a place of like yeah knowledge like i want to win this yeah and he knows what works and what they're at the first place uh you know and uh they're he's gonna make deviled eggs and he's like oh you should get caviar Mm -hmm. like he's the one who's like you should you actually should get that'd be perfect on this like he he recognizes like oh that dish is gonna be kind of plain it's the first thing that people get 
like i i appreciated that buddha like this perception of buddha like he's like no no no, let's elevate that one that first bite that's a smart decision mm-hmm. uh, and so dale you know uh, does a devil duck egg uh with sturgeon caviar victoire does a foie gras wrapped in cabbage with agridolce sauce uh charbel did a vegetable crudités and toast with beetroot hummus, uh, baba ganoush, and truffle dip. Who doesn't love dips? Dips okay. is such a great picnic choice. Yeah, dips and spreads. Dips and spreads. That's the way yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah, it it was very uh, like on the plate. I was like, it's colorful. It's fun. It's interactive. Yeah. You know, it's it it uh, it asks everyone at the table to sort of you know if you're or, or sitting down like yeah, and it's just engage. like an, a good thing to pa- like to pack. It's yes, not. Yes. It doesn't look. You know, a lot of things like fall apart or don't hold up or but dips are just you know if you it, they're just easy to like separate and pack. Yes. Uh, Nicole did a salmon de soie salad. Salmon typically is done with. With tuna, and I'm a big yeah. yeah. salad fan, so I was really disappointed she didn't do tuna. But it was a cost issue, I think, for her. She mm-hmm. wanted to be mindful of cost, um, and she did a very good job. They really liked her dish. Yeah, Sarah did a charred broccolini with uh, manchego, lardo, black walnuts, and truffle vinaigrette. See, like that dish feels uh, like a set, like a dish I would want in mm-hmm. a restaurant. Yeah, I don't know if it's a dish I would like bring eat. to a and picnic. I think it's hardly just how you eat it on, like how yeah. you. It feels like you have to cut it, right? And even say like it's a little the, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's man, like a fork was, and knife situation, but it looked delicious. I, yeah. I, it sounded delicious. Yeah, yeah. And like it's funny because she's like, "I'm gonna make like a like kind of like a salad," and then he's, he's like, "You're gonna make," you know, Boat is like, "You're gonna make a salad." He's like, "It's it's <laughs> like a hot side. It's like you chill out, bro. Like you need, yeah." Yeah, and also doing. the fact that like she threw in the manchego, and there's there were, I guess I don't know was she the only one that 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 sort of utilized had, like cheese? cheese. I know. Yeah, yeah. and you like, think like for a picnic, like very, you want very picnicky. Like I don't know, I want like some good cheeses at a picnic. Or, like dried fruit nuts. Mm-hmm. These are like mm-hmm. it's not it's a snacky situation. Yeah, fun and live again, interactive, yeah. fun, light. It's not like you want you don't want utensils typically. No, you know, no. What finger foods are you going to right? And then Buddha finished this uh, the with a banoffee pie with uh, creme de plat, diplomat. Diplomat, yeah. Honey roasted bananas and biscuit crumble. Um, and he used a, he had a banana. Mold. mold. Which uh, made me think, like, how long has he been planning? Like when, you know, that's been in his back guy, pocket for a while. Like he's guy. just wait, been waiting to pull it out. Uh, so blue <laughs> winds, uh, which we kind of. Yeah. kind of knew it was it was headed that direction there was just right. more synergy on that team um uh, and uh they liked nicole's the best and yeah. so they gave nicole the win uh yellows on the bottom there is it's funny it's I, i'm curious about whether or not the producers who are filming right mm-hmm. sort of bait the hook a little bit in these questions from Padma and Tom, if they go, Hey, ask them if they're upset about the fact that w- one of these chefs like used more budget than, yeah. like, because it's not really not, pointed. Yes. Yeah. I agree. The way that I agree. Asked, like how would they know to ask that? Right. 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 I mean, why, why would they think to ask that? Right. So I think that like, maybe they are told that mm-hmm. 
they're like, you should like, maybe you should ask like something about where they like, just, just give enough information where they, mm-hmm. you know, so they ask it and Tom was like, no, everyone got what they wanted. And Sylvia, <laughs> who is clearly like just a lovely person mm-hmm. is left to sort of, you know, has a hesitation yeah. and, and they're and like, catch it. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of ask it. her to, you yeah. know, uh, elaborate please yeah and no yeah. one else like speaks up and it's really awkward mm-hmm. i felt bad for sylvia in this moment because i was yeah. like all of you should say listen it, we're not mad but this yeah. is what happened yeah um yeah i just think it came down to like no no one wanted to be the person and You're i mean right. sylvia clearly didn't even want to be the person that's saying yeah but so uh sylvia and tom are on the bottom of the group and they end up, oh, sorry, Nicole wins, by the way, and gets 10K from BMW. Uh, yeah. And she, it's really cute because at some point during the episode, we find out Nicole's actually been approved for adoption mm-hmm. for a child. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and she has a baby waiting for her. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, know. you know, even if she doesn't win this thing, I'm really like happy for her. And I, I feel like it helped color a little more of the edges for me on her as a character in the show. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know what to think about. She's older. She's like the Amara, you know, as well right. in terms of like older person in the group in terms of age wise. Um, and so like very direct and like, I think some people were like, ah, oh, she's so, but I, I, now I kind of like her a little bit as a result of the story that they told us about her. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, so uh, Tom and Sylvia go to cook-off in LCK. And one who doesn't go, who the, one, the winner stays in the competition, the loser goes to LCK. And they're, made, they're asked to make an elevated sandwich. Um, Tom, Sylvia makes a crab sandwich with andouille champagne hollandaise spread. And Tom makes a beef uh, beef filet sandwich with spicy tomato marmalade it, which is basically a he did a take on a chipino which is hysterical because he just got <laughs> doing a chipino um and sylvia did this strange thing she put the crab on the outside as well as on the inside i didn't understand that at all who knows, but, um, who knows? tom ends up winning uh and sylvia goes to last chance kitchen uh yeah so Really fascinating week. We lost Begonia, I think. It's not clear to me if we lost Begonia. I'm pretty sure we lost Begonia because... I think so. It's, I guess that, sometimes I don't know. What happens, yeah. Sometimes what happens is people will get to this stage and then they'll just be like, okay, you didn't get in, but you're still in LCK. So You're right. I, I th- I'm 99% sure she's gone, but like... Anyway, we're going to find out next week, obviously, in LCK. We yeah. know Sylvia is in LCK, though. Uh some good things happened this week, but uh, I'm fascinated by next week, what we're going to see next week. We're getting close to the point where we got to start looking out for um, uh, restaurant wars. Mm-hmm. It's about that time, right? It's about that. It's it's coming up in the next yeah. think, like, three weeks. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm just estimating based on how many people are in the competition. It's going to be a really interting one. Just like so many different um, styles. styles. And yeah, cuisine. Yeah, and, and then Victoria again from last week. She, you know, she had had up until last week really a kind of bumpy ride. She she did a good job this week. Mm-hmm. So she's on the rise, I think. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. We will talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
You can show your love for the Draw Knives podcast with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also share this on social media or send this episode to the Top Chef fans and foodies in your life.